episode was created with the intent to ruffle some feathers. Cancel us if you would like. Just know that we don't give a fuck. <laughs> like a lot or a little bit. Yeah, it's like a lot. Yeah. Chop on one, two. <laughs> 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 Let's Listen, man. Sweat. We got a... It's on the back. Yeah. The big ass knob to the... Oh, wait, no, yeah. Whoa, remember that? Intergalactic, that, that, whatever, that, that song. Yum, yum. yum. Oh, Help me pull that full mind. That's always the geek when someone tries to get you to remember something you don't, so they just keep adding more detail. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I still don't know. I still don't know what she's talking about. I'm going to repeat the verse, and then you're still not going to remember. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? Nah, I'm going to get back to it. Yeah! Yeah! You know, today, I'm not going to go by Wesley Pipes if he never made the league because, you know, the tone of today's episode is going to be a little different. So, mm. for episodes like this, it's Liddy Richie time. Mm. Liddy Richie in the fucking Ritchie. building. Whoa. Now, y'all hear every single episode that we say that this episode was intended to ruffle some feathers. Hey. And for that reason, we don't give a fuck. I need y'all to listen to that again because <laughs> for this episode... <laughs> This episode is intended to ruffle your feathers. Hey. And if you're not ready for that, don't listen. But you really should because all of you need to hear what we're about to talk about this episode. But, you know, before I really get into it, I am Troll Toll Trav. But today, I'm Liddy Richie. Hey. Liddy Richie. And I'm going to pass it off to my right. We on, so we on a serious vibe. Yeah, yeah like, damn. <laughs> we gotta, I gotta, I can't get you know my mean, Rogue today. One, Rogue One still checking in. But yeah, I, you I still get, Rogue I One. We'll, uh, I guess we'll keep it keep it uh, on a more serious tone. So for today, and today only, I will just simply be known as the Crown Prince that is trying to get us canceled. And I will politely hand it to my brother in front of me. <laughs> Hey, y'all can still get your shit off. I, I, I was just telling y'all the, the energy that I'm Take bringing. Take it away, in. black bull. And I am proudly black bull. That's all you need to know. Mm. 
Steph Kells. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Crispy Country and Watermelon White Claw. Oh, Watermelon Claw. But I would pass it on. Sweat dripping down my balls. To the man, the myth, the legend. Mm. Some call him off mic. Mm. Hey. But I'm going to handle his business. Hey. Give it to us. Pause. So today, I will only be known as... Peggy. I have to get one joke, though. I'm sorry. The ball pee. The ball pee. The ball pee. Hey, yo, listen. We still got to give y'all some laughs before we go. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Suck my dick and choke on it. I get that. Oh, he's being in here with the Remember that drop for later, I know. I will only be known. He said they call me Skateboard P. I will only be known. When the page try to get it, can I get my shit off, please? Today I will only be known. Can I have it like that? You got it like that. And if a nigga get an attitude, I will. I will listen. I will only be known today as Eris Targaryen. First of his name. Burn them all. Give yourself a key blast. We're here to fuck shit up. I don't. I don't even know which one that is. <laughs> I'll just. <laughs> we're here to fuck shit up. Um. Yeah. So, are we gonna get right into it? Let's get right into the shit. Well, but yeah. Well, we will. Okay. But I just want the people to know that you know. Try to say prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like to set the stage for everyone. So, you know, it's always. We're always working, and today was supposed to be a day where we just focus on the behind-the-scenes moves that we're making, but if you've been living under a rock, keep living under that rock, Mm. Mm. because there's a lot of shit going on right now that needs to be addressed, and we have a platform right now that we want to be able to (coughs) spread out to the people, because... There's a lot of people out there that are on the front lines fighting right now. And you know what I mean when I say that. I'm not talking about, shit, we are in a war right now. So yeah, we have some things that you know we want to get off our chest and we want to talk about because when these things happen, they shouldn't be ignored because these issues have been ignored for over a century. Wow. And shit, even longer than that. Since Actually, it's been ignored since... This whole country has been founded and built. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. built on anyone in this room or our ancestors. So, yeah. so it actually was. Let me take that back. It, it was, wasn't built for, but it wasn't built for us in this room. Yeah. And sixteen nineteen, and we slavery started. And we always, you know, we were able to give y'all content where it's serious, it's neutral, it's funny. One thing we want is, you know, for you guys to be in the room with us and listen to us yeah. and have a conversation. We give it, we give it 12 minutes a day. Yeah. We give it Mandingo wow, Mandingo. We give it, hey, yeah. got you, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we, we give it Mandingo today. And today is a special episode that we really want y'all to be in the room with us to really hear what we're trying to say. Because there's probably going to be a lot of shit we say. That's going to offend y'all. But quite frankly, we don't give a fuck. There's going to be a lot of shit we say today 
that makes y'all feel uncomfortable. But quite frankly, we don't give a fuck. And it just goes behind why we even started this podcast, why we even started this platform. Because right. we want to bring a platform that makes y'all comfortable having uncomfortable conversations. Yes, sir. Thanks. Wow. So, I don't want to drag this on anymore. I'm going to turn it off to Eris the Angel. Mm. And we not an get, angel today. Yeah. <laughs> no. We're going to get right to it. And he, and he told us before this episode that he got some shit that he wants to say. And we're letting y'all know right now, me, Black Butter Biscuit, LaBeard, Rogue Kells. we have no idea what my man's about to say. But just know that it's about to be facts, truth, and shit that y'all need to hear that you may not want to. And quite frankly, we don't give a fuck. So take it over, sir. So I just want to start this off by saying that um, I am super proud to be black. Um, Say it loud. I'm super proud of this podcast and this platform and what we provide, the information that we provide for people, the, the safe haven that we provide for young black males, uh, to be able to hear such free talk. You know, we, we talk very freely, we talk very candidly, and I love that. So if I can get in my, my bag, um, I would Just love to do that. Just in the bag. So um, my message with everything that's going on with the, the, the riots, the pandemic, George Floyd, like everything, it's, it's crazy out here. Um, my message is more directed towards black people um, as a whole and hopefully it doesn't come off as a Bill Cosby yellow cake, yellow pound cake uh, type time and for all of y'all that don't know y'all can YouTube that uh, speech. This is perfect because yeah. my closing message is going to address the YTs. <laughs> so um, white people so I really, I really wanna. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna jump right in. Um, I find it funny that, and y'all know how much I am a fan of certain celebrities, certain rappers. So I'll start off with Kanye. Um, Kanye, somebody who everybody knows, I looked up to, and still look up to, as an artist, and I just don't want to rule him out, right? Because I understand uh, what it's like to be misunderstood. Um, we have to stop putting ourselves in a situation. Go ahead, open, open the joint. Open, 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 open your thing. We have to stop putting ourselves in a situation where we allow our black people, our black artists, our black athletes, celebrities, whoever, to, to not be in a position where they are alone and by themselves. You know, a lot of the times we crucify our black celebrities and our black artists and they end up going crazy, losing their minds and end up dying. And then we we cry about them later in life. Um, I see that I see us dropping the ball several times with artists like Kanye. You know, there's been several times when people like him have done something to uplift and empower black people and we've shunned them and we've waved the finger, we've wagged our fingers at them, and we've exiled them when all they've tried to do was uplift black people. And the most prominent one that comes to mind is the Taylor Swift situation. 
And what I mean by that, and Mr. Softy's out here, so if anybody wants to go get ice cream, he hustling today, right? Joe passed like six times. The reason why I bring up the Taylor Swift shit is because it bothers me now that I've had some time to sit back and think about it. It bothers me that people like Taylor Swift can even be mentioned like in the conversation of a Beyonce. We do everything. And we had this conversation in the group chat with 40 and them. It's like, I'm not trying to compare Billie Eilish, Taylor Swift, none of these motherfuckers to the feats that we meet as black people. We soar above all this shit. We break records. We set records. We do above and beyond. We open factories. We create jobs. We, 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 we set records in not only movies, music, television, just everything. We do everything above and beyond, and, 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 and we set the trend. We, we, we set culture. We do everything. And to be mentioned in the same conversation with somebody who has a hot song for the year is blasphemous. It's disrespectful. Now, another thing that I had a problem with is that our, our white friend, who has been an ally, and I support him being an ally, but I also get upset when somebody like Kanye s- gives out two million, and then it, it, the first thing to come out your mouth is, is it's not enough. That's a prime example of me going above and beyond, doing more than I actually fucking have to, and then somebody opening their mouth and saying, two million? The fu- what? We could cut them. He could have gave us nothing. He could have gave us yeah. nothing. <laughs> he could have gave us fifty dollars. <laughs> but his ass to kiss keep is it, what he could have gave. Keep it two Virgils. Keep it two Virgils. Two Virgils. Now that that transitions. Let let's take it off of Kanye. My biggest problem is my one of my biggest problems is people trying to come at Cole and Kendrick. More specifically, Kendrick. Y'all niggas killed Kendrick for it's a pimple butterfly. Y'all killed him. We don't want to hear this black, blackity, black, black shit. Y'all had all these memes. Y'all had all this shit happening. After Michael Brown died and was killed in the middle of the street, Kendrick Lamar had made a whole fucking album dedicated to black people who felt discouraged. And y'all killed him for it. Now y'all asking where this man is at? Fuck that. He dedicated his whole career to let you know that you are a black Israelite. You're one of God's children. You're, you're, you, you love yourself. You're this. You're that. Everything about your, your complexion. Like, his whole discography is about that. And guess who wasn't speaking about that shit at that time? Drake. <coughs> Niggas wasn't saying. Drake wasn't saying shit. Fuck Aubrey Graham. Most of your favorite rappers at that time wasn't saying shit. But Kendrick made a whole fucking album about it. So don't, again, it goes to discrediting artists and discrediting us as black people when we go above and beyond to meet people's expectations. Kendrick made a whole fucking album about it and gave you an exclusive interview from Tupac on that same album. Now, granted, the Grammys awarded him. He was nominated. Okay, that's cool. But amongst black people was criticized. Another person, 444, Jay-Z. Y'all killed him for it. Black women, too. Y'all killed him for it. Oh, just we, us black women been telling y'all this shit for years, but Jay-Z got, nah. Have y'all. Support that man. Support him, uplift him, give him, that That was some real game that Jay-Z was giving us on that album. And he ain't have to do that. And I see it so many times with our black 
artists and leaders and just people who are really like are, are tra- trailblazers where they go above and beyond and try to give you the jewels and let you know they they out here on some on some Harriet Tubman shit trying to tell you that yo you're a slave and she probably could have freed more if they realized that they were but it kills me at the fact that like now shit going on and you like oh where's Kendrick why y'all not asking where Oprah and Gail are Snoop did. Why y'all? Why y'all not? At, but it shouldn't have to take Snoop nah, to say that shit. You're right. That should be in everybody. That, that should be in everybody's common brain. You should think that first. Y'all sat here and tried to come for Michael Jackson and Kobe after they're already dead. To say, oh, well, what about this? And you know they was touching and, and raping kids, and you know he raped that white girl. Yo, this person is dead. Not only is this person dead. They're, they are a, a prominent figure in the black community, in, in, in the black culture. They've taught us so much just by their actions, not even their words. It's like, that's the part that really pisses me off about us as black people, you know, is that we just have to support ourselves to the fullest extent. Like, it's very disheartening to somebody like me who is an artist and who wants to teach and who wants to open doors for the next person. It's discouraging for somebody like me because now it's like, okay, I could do that and still get criticized by my peers Mm -hmm. and still become, you know, the laughing stock. You know, even though he was found not guilty, I remember all the jokes that we made about Michael Jackson in, 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 in fifth grade. Or, or sixth grade, whenever it was. I remember all the jokes that kids was making about him and how he was the laughing stock. Even though he was found not guilty, he was guilty in the court of public opinion. And there's so many artists that's out here like that that go through these things who have tried to open the doors for the next generation. That's one point. Now, my next point. I have a problem with just a couple weeks ago, all y'all niggas was out here siding with Takashi talking about something. Oh, yeah, I'd have snitched on these niggas. I'd have told, not even knowing the whole situation, not even understanding what Takashi did, how he was involved, the other people, why he was even called a snitch. Because remember, he was telling on niggas that he never even met. That's why he was called a snitch. He was involving other artists and other people that he had never came in contact with telling their business and their information so that way he can get his sentence reduced. Can I just say something real quick to to support your statement right there? Yeah. Anyone that doesn't crucify Takashi the way that they crucify white people for exploiting the culture. Y'all need to do that. He is he did the exact same thing that white people have been doing for years and that's exploiting black culture. But since he's not black, since he's not white, since he's technically a minority, that detail, you know, kind of gets swept on the rug, but he's the same as every single white person, as every the same shit y'all have crucified <coughs> Miley Cyrus for, for jumping on a hip hop record, and then not supporting the culture when it doesn't benefit her. Takashi is the same exact type of person. Yeah, he said he said in the courthouse, and he he gets the Arby Graham treatment. Dan- Daniel Hernandez, I refuse to give you your rap name. He, he said in the courthouse, under oath, 
He said, yo, all this gangster shit. He said, I'm not none of this shit. He said, I'm a nice kid from a nice neighborhood. I do this shit to sell records. Bro, like, let, let me just let, let, let me let me just cut you off. I'm sorry. It's not even about him. Fuck him. My biggest thing is the same black people that's out here and protesting for crooked cops were the same people that was encouraging him to go and tell and snitch on black people to those very same cops that are out here busting our fucking heads in. That's my problem. That's the same issue that I have with people who don't want to boycott Chick-fil-A and other places that support Donald Trump. Whether that's true or not, fine. But the, 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 the message still stands. Black people have an issue with sticking together because it's a lot of self-hate going on. I'm not even going to bring up the black-on-black crime shit because that's bullshit. But what is a fact, what is in stone, is self-hate. We hate ourselves. Y'all just, y'all just sat here and supported Takashi a couple weeks ago, and now y'all out here trying to go against the same establishment that he, Come on. That he works for. <laughs> He's a cop. Make up your fucking mind as to what you want to do. Make up your mind. Do you want to go against this shit? Do you want to do, do you want to right these wrongs? Do you want to say, okay, we need to fix the system because it's 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 it's, it's very janky, it's very one-sided, it's it's against us? Or do you want to sit here and listen to some knucklehead rainbow colored hair pussy rap to you about shit that he's not living? He came right out of jail talking about something. We going to hit him at the chicken spot. And y'all niggas loved it. But now y'all crying because George Floyd died from a, from, from a fucking police officer. He's the police. That's my biggest issue right now. Make up your fucking mind. Be very clear and concise as to what you want. And let's attack this shit. Because what we're not understanding is... As a whole, as much as these motherfuckers out here have so much self-hate and don't want to be a part of the black team, the black squad, what you have to understand is our power, our influence, our culture, and how much we've contributed to humanity. Read your history. Understand who you are. Understand where you come from. And understand that this shit... (laughs) We are way more influential to just this country, let alone humanity, into this world. And I was going to say some shit that could get me killed, but I'm not going to. But just understand, we are very, very influential to this country, George Washington. And niggas who's listening know exactly what I'm talking about. And you've seen the, the global protests that are happening around the world. Yeah. That just goes to your point of the influence that we have, not only just America, but globally. Everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, it's, 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 it's becoming a real problem. Like I mentioned, uh, Oprah and um, Gail King. <laughs> Jail King. And even people like Candace Owens, you know, you know, we 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 have we have, you know, it's it's and, and this and this again goes back to our listeners who may say that um, we're women bashers or whatever. Man, fuck y'all. Suck, Matt, you suck my dick and choke on it. I yield my time. Fuck you. I don't yield my time, but this goes back to even these type of women that are out here 
who crucify black men first and black people as a whole. Because Oprah Winfrey also did that nut shit to, uh, to, to, to Monique a couple years back. And we haven't forgotten about that. I don't forget about none of this shit. And it's very, it's very interesting that this podcast logo is an elephant. It's very interesting. It's very interesting that all four of us are here, and we don't forget our history. We don't forget the shit that has happened to us as black people, as a society, as, 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 as a human race. We don't forget none of that shit. But my biggest issue is the black people, more specifically in this case, the black women who want to crucify men, black men. We need to be more unified than ever. And if you can't look outside your window or look on your phone and see that this shit is getting hectic, if you don't understand that, then you'll never fucking get it. You'll never understand how deep this shit is going to go. And to all, I'm, I'm going to just touch on, 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 on the white people real quick. Y'all about to be niggas too. <laughs> they niggas now. Y'all about to be niggas. Say it again. Y'all about to be niggas. Nah, put that shit current event. They are niggas. And to all them Latinos, them Dominicans, fuck y'all. That's out here killing us in Chicago. Fuck y'all. You feel me? I'm Dogtown. You want to come and find me? Come to Philly. All y'all niggas get lined the fuck up. I don't support no Dominican that talking about some, oh, I'm not black, I'm Dominican, puppy. No, fuck out of here. I'll smack the shit out you, pussy. Those are, those are the same Dominicans, too, that will drop the M-bomb every, every sentence they use. And we got to establish this shit, too, as far as who can say the word nigga or not. Me, personally, I feel like can't nobody say it. If, if, if you're if you not black or a descendant of, of, of slaves, can't say that shit. I don't care if you from Spain you Spanish, you Latino, I don't give a fuck. No. Nah. I, I stand with you on that. Because, that shit over. Because if y'all, if, if the Latinos or, what, or whoever, if y'all want something that y'all want to associate each other by, that is a term of endearment, by all means do that. And I won't say that. If you tell me that that's only exclusive to y'all, I won't say it. That's totally fine. Listen, we have to understand that unity amongst black people is more important now than it ever has been before. I have conversations with older ones who, you know, maybe were uh, little kids around the civil rights movements and different things like that. And everybody collectively says that they've never seen no shit like this before. This is a global, you know, this 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 is this is on a global scale now. You know, with people supporting Black Lives Matter and and and, and protesting and even the riots and the looting. I don't listen. I have a very different opinion as far as the looting. You can't tell people for years to just shut up and take it. Fear only lasts but for so long. And a lot of us are waking up and saying, give me liberty or give me death. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And can I just say one quick thought? Yeah. Because I want to get this message out. For the, the reason, you know, to, to piggyback off of everything that Eris just said, is that y'all want to know why black people are oppressed this whole time by the government and the system? Mm. Because they know what we can do if we get the power. Mm. They know that if we are in their positions, how much change would happen? 
they know how much influence that we have because they are the ones who brought us to this fucking land to build it for them, to work for them. Y'all ever hear how they, they say black people are the most, some, sometimes are the most forgiving people? Yeah. Do y'all, I, I want everyone to listen to this who is non-black. Let us take the reign. Follow our lead for once. Fucking listen to us because we've been crying. We've been saying this shit for years. Years. Centuries. Centuries. And I'm happy to see that, you know, I got we have we have support, but let's 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 keep it going. Put our foot on the gas. But I'm also saying, yo, listen to us. Follow what we are trying to lead. Because look, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. If you let black people get into the position of power that the white supremacy holds right now, we will be, fuck it, not just America, the world will be in a better place. Right. I, I just wanted to get that message out. So. <laughs> hey, I saw what uh, Serena's husband did. Yeah, he stepped yep. down. From and said own. that my replacement should be a person of color. Yeah, so for those who don't know, Serena's husband is the co-founder of Reddit, and he stepped down today or yesterday from his position at the top of the company and was just like, you know, I have a black daughter now, so, you know, I'm more apathetic and sympathetic to what's going on. So he said, like, yo, whoever you get to replace me, make it a black person. Understand this, because I have a white stepmother, so, and, and I have white family members, aunts, uncles, everything. People who are in interracial relationships... I know sometimes people get killed for that, saying, oh, you can't really understand the black struggle because you're in an interrelational uh, relationship. Yeah, I got something and, for y'all on that. And, and my thing is, this is fucking chess. And not all pieces move the same. What I mean by that is, if you have any type of power, if you have any type of, of if, if, if you are in a prominent position, you or your significant other who just so happens to be white, y'all need to come together and, and bump your heads together and figure out how to support this movement. Mm-hmm. If you love black people as much as you say you do, you want to fuck us, cool. But you also need to put your money where your mouth is. Fuck with you us. Need, you fuck with us. Mm-hmm. If you want to fuck us, fuck with us. Yeah, nah, give, give, give him a key blast. I'm sorry. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'll today. I'll accept we play it. <laughs> and, that's, and, that's, and that's my whole thing. Let me say it again. This is chess, and not all the pieces move the same. Okay? Another point that I wanted to mention is a comment that our, our dear brother, LaBeer James, made yep. a while back ago about... What was it about black and green? Once you make green, make that. Oh, once again? you make green, you stop being black. When you're a benefit, when you're an asset, your now, color don't mean shit. The only point that I want to make to that, and this is just for our creatives that are out there. <laughs> as a creative, understand that the moment you don't pick as much cotton as you did before, you will go back to being black. Understand that. I need you to say that again because that's, that's important. Understand that the moment you don't pick as much cotton as you did before, you will go back to being black. 
I'm no longer an asset. I'm another nigga. And we've seen it time and time again. The most, the, the biggest story that I want to mention is people like Bill Cosby. Now, let's say for all those people who hate Bill Cosby and think that he was fucking raping all them uh, white women, okay? Let's say that he was, right? Now, when he had the highest rating television show on TV, it didn't matter. Nobody cared. When he was out here doing his, his shows and he was going on tour, nobody cared. The moment that they had no use for him and he was old is when they went for him and now he's in jail. And there's so many cases like that. If you are not making money and you are not picking as much cotton as you were before for this system, for this establishment, you will go back to being a nigga. Let me expound on that real quick before you lose your thoughts. So what he's basically saying in layman's terms, to call a spade a spade, is either that nigga was innocent and he got lined up, or he was guilty and niggas overlooked that shit because he was bringing in money. And this is why I have my Jewish lawyer with me at yeah, all times. <laughs> because I know it's some people that's going to twist and turn what the fuck I'm saying. Because they want to twist and turn what the fuck I'm saying. Because what he's saying, he's not trying to defend what he was accused for. He used that as an example. Listen to the listen to the message that Matt just said. You gotta listen to what he just said because, like he said, either he was innocent and they lined him up, or he was guilty. And they overlooked that shit. And they overlooked it because he was making money. And nobody in this room knows what the truth is, but those are the facts. And we're not, and we're not trying to make this into but again, what happened or what didn't happen. We're just saying that when people start making money, shit gets overlooked. And before before you get back into it, I'll just you know I'll just turn it back into into uh, another person that more of y'all know about, Jeffrey Epstein. Go go watch that doc. He was making, man, money isn't even what he was making. Buku. Yo, and you know what's funny about that? Like, still to this day, no one can explain to me what he did for a living. Right. (laughs) There's no, oh, he made soap. Or like, oh, he ran blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know how this nigga made his money. (laughs) He showed up rich. But (laughs) you heard about all the fucked up stuff he did. Yeah. All those underage women he took advantage of but you know he was wealthy he made money for other wealthy people so when you reach a certain status when you reach a certain tax bracket what we're trying to say is you're relatively untouchable that and people throw away morals Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm They don't care. They don't they don't care that somebody's daughter is being sexually abused by a straight up villain, grown ass man, because he's bringing in money to their business. Could we say in a lot of cases, especially like the higher up you go, that money is the enemy of morals? Mhm. Mm-hmm. 
Money this man literally said, do you know what I'm capable of? Do you know the power I have? I can do whatever I want to you, and nothing will happen to me, to these little girls. Yeah. And it was true. Fucking 14, 15-year-old girls. My issue with some of those stories, and not all stories were the same, but some of those stories were like, oh, yeah, you know, I just went into the, my parents let me go and sign up for this student whatever in the middle of Mexico, in the middle of fucking nowhere, because I was going to make $300, you know, by, by being, it, it was it was the most ridiculous stories where me being a parent and my 14, 15, 16-year-old kid, child, God forbid if I have a daughter and, and, and she comes up to me. 16 years old, or, or 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 my goddaughter comes up to me and says, "Oh, I'm going with this young, this this old older guy. He's gonna pay me three hundred dollars to go." And the what? Yeah. And what? And I just want to say real quick too, and like, it's it's easy, it's easy for me to say this, but I just want everyone who's listening to just think, and just think about this. No matter how hard times may be for y'all. No matter how much struggle you are going through, do not let the dollar value in a situation like that cloud your thought of the well-being of your children. I just, yo, let me let me ever find out that a nigga that I know pimped out their kid for some bread. Right, and that's what's fucked up about these people in power. They prey on the quote-unquote mentally weak. They know that these people at the end of the day, are trying to feed their family, so they prey on that. But I just, you know, if, like I said, it's really, really, really easy for me to say, and I'm not trying to sit here and act like, you know, I know what you're going through in that situation, because I don't. Right. I really don't. But just, I just want to at least get the message out that, look, as as tough as as your situation might be, you've been sacrificing your whole life for your child. God, like, just keep. You gotta sacrifice there too, because right. because the Epstein's of the world are still going to try to conduct that type of behavior and still get away with it. And there's probably a lot more Epstein's in this world. That we don't know about, mm-hmm. that they are, that they, the people above us, there's probably people we don't even know, who probably are solely keeping these people protected, yeah. right. to make sure that they can continue doing what they're doing because of their status. Yeah. Man, fuck your status. Yeah. And let me let me just say, bro. Like as your friend, bro. Like that's not something that I think you need a prerequisite. I don't I don't want to hear you saying that situation. Like, oh, I'm not saying this because, like, I I me as a parent, I'm saying you're qualified to say that no parent should fucking pimp out their kids. Like that ain't some shit that you have to have a child to be able to say. Right. Like, suck a dick. Like if you're if you have a child and you want some for for three hundred dollars. I'm about to sell my kid for some $300. Yo, if I was ever that type of nasty motherfucker and I'm about to pimp out my kid to some nasty-ass nigga, I best be coming up way more than $300. $300 billion. 
Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. This is something that I created life, and I'm about to sell them off of some shit that I could get at a minimum wage job. Like, you was a nasty fucking nigga. Like, you don't have to have kids to be able to say, hey, parents, don't sell your kids into sex slavery. Right. Like, that ain't some shit that you have to have a child to be able to say, bro. So you're, you're more than qualified to yeah. be able to say, hey, even if you're struggling, don't sell your kids to some pedophile-ass niggas. Cause matter of like, fact, mm-hmm. fact, you open your booty cheeks. Facts, you get pimped ahead. out. Pimp right. your ass all <laughs> right, out. Right, right. Go ahead, bust it open. Like yo, all, like all them, all them, all them fathers that's out, bust that bussy, okay, right. and go get that check. Go get you, your go get your gooch bit. Go get your right. gooch bit. <laughs> fuck out Bust that here, bussy, bro. and you go get that three hundred, so that way you can feed your children. But my my biggest thing is like, you know, back to the uh, the uh, Kendrick situation and and just how much black people have given, um, and circling it back around to the Bill Cosby situation. You know, I think it's, I think shows like the Cosby Show were really important to our self-esteem and to um, visualization and, and just and, and just being able to, you know, visualize and see yourself as a doctor and a lawyer and being able to have a nice big ass home <laughs> in Brooklyn and, and 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 being able to support you and your family and togetherness in college and everything like that, you know. These things are really important to us as black people to be able to see. And my biggest thing right now is I remember how people killed Bill Cosby before the the rape allegation. Y'all killed him because y'all said that the Cosby show was too perfect. It wasn't an accurate description of the black family. It wasn't supposed to be. It's fucking TV. It's supposed to uplift us, to help us do better. Which also goes back to my Kendrick Lamar situation. So you got a lot of people that's out here that are putting their lives on the line, their careers on the line to uplift black people. And then you got these biracial fucks who don't know and can't pick a side whether they're black or Jewish. Doja Cat. Drake. Oh, yeah, him too. Fuck off the ground. You can't pick a side. I mean, now you want to pick a side. Because you saw how you got killed back in 2015 when you didn't say Yo, shit. Even then, he what he say? Stop killing men, them. Like no, no, no. Like, he, yeah, he, talk, he, yeah, he even, said that now. Not, but I'm he saying, said that now because fact, you got because you got killed. But he for did it. it. But he. But my point was he did it in slang from a whole other country that he's not a part of that culture. Like stop killing men, them. Like that's not even your culture, bro. You're not you're not patois. Like that's not you, bro. Like you're a black, white, biracial Jewish kid from Canada. You about as far removed from that culture as you possibly could be. And my biggest thing is, okay, fine. You don't feel comfortable talking about these issues? Okay, cool. Well, don't try and profit off of black culture. Don't come over here. Like, now you look like a vulture. Now you look like somebody who's only profiting off of black bodies. When you got real black people of African descent Risking it all to uplift their people. That's my that's my only thing. The same people that are putting him on a pedestal when it comes to his music. And 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 those are the same people that want to criticize Kendrick for not saying anything. Number one, you don't know what that man is doing behind the scenes. You don't know what that man is going through. And a man who's never been social vocal. on social media. Exactly. Never. <laughs> exactly. 
Never been social on social media. But you know he's about that action. But you know he's about that action. This man was on black entertainment television rapping a a a a a, a, a very um, Negro spiritual song. We gonna be all right on top of a police car. Don't tell me about Kendrick. Don't ask about Kendrick. Don't ask about him. And another thing about uh, Kanye and this whole MAGA shit and everything like that. Y'all got to understand another thing, too. And this is very controversial. Sometimes, back to my whole chest and certain pieces don't move the same. Y'all got to understand that some people, they move different. Some people think that buck dancing gets them uh, or, 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 or awards them certain privileges. And, his, and because historically, it has. Historically, some people have buck danced and gotten certain privileges. Now, whether now whether we agree with it or not, I personally don't agree with it. I don't think that I, I just can't see myself doing certain shit to get, it, get to a certain level. Okay, fine. That's me. But Kanye obviously felt like wearing that hat and being around Trump and, and doing certain things, it was able to help him attain the goals that he wanted to attain. Cold switching. Mm. And you know what? Mm. And you know mm. And you know what? I'm not gonna kill him for that. Because again, it's somebody using their platform and using their power to try and open the doors for the rest of us. And I appreciate it. And it's and it's uh going back to our conversation, you know, in our group chat the other day. I'm not gonna sit here and say, Oh, you know, Nick Cannon is more for the people than Kanye West. Because I got my issues with Nick Cannon, too. I got my issues with Kanye. I got my issues with a lot of our black entertainment, you know, with, with, with our black artists. And, and, and I got a lot of issues. But you know what? That's family business. I ain't going to say that out loud for all these other motherfuckers to hear. No. I'm going to talk to my brothers and sisters behind closed doors and say, yo, I don't really like this. So are you saying that you're not going to publicly drag another person of color because the perception that it gives to the outside world makes us look crazy? People that look like me telling me I ain't shit, what you think people that don't look like me think I am? Which is why that whole niggas ain't shit comment needs to stop. Facts. All y'all black women that's out here who's over 25 and don't got a man and you bitter... Cut out that whole niggas ain't shit comments. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Cut out that whole niggas ain't shit comments. Same to the same to the dudes that say bitches ain't shit. Yeah, we could talk about that, but I'm a black man, and my algorithms are set differently. I don't see that. That don't come across my screen. Facts. What comes across my screen every day is women that I know personally and know me and know my character and would vouch for me. Still uttering the words, niggas ain't shit, and I take offense to that. Because if I have black women in my life that I would give my life up for, and I'm watching my tongue and not saying that bitches ain't shit, when I know a lot of bitches that are out here that ain't shit, y'all need to watch your mouths too. I'm fighting the good fight just like some of you are. And if I'm watching my mouth, 
and I'm trying to respect the queens that I've seen, I was raised by, I grew up around. I'm trying to respect these queens because I don't want them to go unnoticed. I don't want people to, to round up and say, oh, yeah, all black bitches ain't shit. No, 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 because we're not going to do that. Because I know some queens. I know some goddesses. A lot. But I also know some kings. I a also lot. know some gods. A lot. And I feel like, and again, this could go to my algorithms, whatever. This could be something a part of the system. They trying to work, <laughs> work my mind. Into, to get you. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, you know, you know the ain't shit right here. You go. Here you go. <laughs> no, let, me, let me sprinkle a little ain't shit right <laughs> is here. It, is it so? Like, no, nah, <laughs> listen. Sprinkle a little listen. ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and listen, that could be the case. But I know a lot of y'all personally who know me and know my character and know the things that I've been through, and we need to cut that shit out today. I know being from where I'm from, you know, there are times and there have been times, even even being out in, 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 in the suburbs and being around some of the black people, black kids who came from the hood and moved to the suburbs, let me just say this real quick. I should always feel comfortable around black people at all times. Facts. We talk about, if, if we don't want to talk about black on black crime, then let's kill that shit. And I'm not just talking about murder. See, a lot of the times we talk about black on black crime, we only talk about murder. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about robberies at gunpoint, shit like that. You talking right now. We're not talking about... You know, home invasions, motherfuckers getting raped, raping, raping niggas' wives and kids and shit. Like, no, we talking about crime across the board. Cut all that shit out. Did y'all watch that uh, D.L. Hughley clip? Fuck D.L. Hughley. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kidding. if that's how you feel. No, I, I love, you know? I, I love D.L. But uh, <laughs> and this kind of apropos, but he, I think it was on Sway. It might not have been on Sway. It might not even be a recent clip, but I just saw it the other day. But they were talking about black on black crime, and he said that's just a myth. He said it's not. A, he said black on black crime isn't a real thing. He said two to one, crime in America is predominantly a white person committing another crime against another white person, compared to black people committing crimes against black people. But he was saying like if black on black crime is a thing, he's like then Asian against Asian crime has to be a thing. Then Puerto Rican against Puerto Rican crime has to be a thing. He was like no other culture. Do they refer to a crime of one man committing a crime against another man of the same race as that person against that person? And he said, if you really look, he said, if you really break it down, he said, he said, crime is a thing of convenience. He said, you commit crimes close to or around where you live. He said, so if a black person who's been oppressed, who's been disenfranchised, all I know, like we all know. Well, I, I won't say we all, but I, I will say we all. Yeah, and we people all. listening to this say, we all know niggas from the hood who have never left the hood. Right. Mm-hmm. And hood right. is a teacher. You damn sure know that. When I taught, when I taught in Philly, in Southwest, and in Delaware, I had kids in my class that had never left their neighborhood. Right. Like, didn't know shit about no other place. They didn't know nothing about Philly. And that's that's a hop, skip, and a jump away. Right. So, D.L. Hughley's saying, like, yo, he said, like, crime is circumstantial. It's like your immediate surroundings. So if you have a lot of black people who can't do nothing, can't go nowhere, who are like that oppressed to the point that they, you know, they want to go out and do some illegal shit, of course, 
percentage-wise, is most likely going to be against another person of color. Because they, they can't hop in a car and go drive to the suburbs right. and break into some white people's houses. Right. Or they can't they can't go downtown and, and rob like a Fortune 500 company because one, they don't got the means. And I'm not and I'm not glorifying and or you know condoning crime, but but I think DL Hughley had a point there. Like if we're gonna say black on black crime, then we need to start putting up statistics for white on white crime. We need to start putting up Statistics for a Bengali on Bengali crime. Like, <laughs> like, like we, we can't just just say that, oh, that's a stat. And like when we're talking about I hate I hate that argument when we're saying like, hey, yep. cops are killing black people. Oh, well, black people are killing black people. Last time I checked, cop isn't a race. <laughs> so if I'm right. saying blue cops lives, blue lives matter, man. If I'm saying <laughs> Man, fuck that. My favorite color is purple. If, 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 I'm, if I'm saying cops are killing people, I'm not specifically singling out white people. So what, what about your guilty conscience is making it a race thing? Because it's always, it's, 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 it's people trying to make excuses for killing One, black 1, people. 1,000%. But yo, oh, cops are killing black people. What black people are killing black people? Eh, there's a black, there, are, there are black cops that are killing black people too. Right. Like, right. cop isn't a race, bro. Cop like, cops, cops are fucked up. And it's like, it's crazy because like, I want to touch on the whole, like, we all about to be niggas thing because, like, we've had this conversation, like, yo, like, we're legit living a bug's life right now, bro. Like, the pop, whatever you want to call them, and, I mean, if I don't make it past this episode, you know I cracked the code. Like, what do you want to call it? <laughs> if you want to call them the one percenters, the empire, the government, whatever, whatever, whatever synonym you want to put on that shit, they've never fucked with none of us. Black, white, Ever. everything in between. Yep. It's about green. It's like, yo, we built this country on the backs of y'all niggas who don't make no money, regardless of your cover. We going to put rules and systems in place to keep y'all niggas underneath our feet so we can stay in power. And you know why they do that? Because it's only about, they, they call it the 1% for a reason. Right. What are there, 6 billion people in the world? What's 1% of 6 billion? Not a lot. Understand this. It's a lot of people that just became white in recent years. Yeah. Understand that. 1,000%. Colin, Colin Powell. Come people, on down. Certain people who... Listen may to what have, you just said. It may be certain people who have the complexion, but they're not white. They wasn't white 50 years ago. Facts. They wasn't white 60 years ago. They just became white because that 1% is going down. And it's like it's like we were saying, like, all, all these, all like, like, I've never in my lifetime, in my going on 30 years of living, I've never seen such an inclusive banding of niggas who are sick of this shit. Right. Like, Paris is protesting. London's protesting. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they, their slavery situation, if they had one, they abolished that shit way before we did. As many times as they played niggas in Paris, you better get your but that's black. That's what I'm saying. You like, get your they, white like, ass out I'm saying like right. the, the, U, the, the UK, if if I'm if my memory serves me correctly, abolished slavery like maybe like a hundred years before the United States did. They was ahead of the game. So, but we seeing countries all over the world of all colors, all races, sick of this shit. Cause I think this Corona shit really put it in perspective. Like all those white people who felt inconvenienced that they couldn't go outside or they couldn't go to Wawa to get a mocha frappa latte bullshit if they didn't have a mask on. They saw those at Wawa. Look, I don't fucking know. Damn, wait, wasn't it? <laughs> what Wawa you go to? Which war was it when Britain had said to to, to black people who were slaves, yo, you come if fight? If you come fight for us, we'll free you. Yep. Yeah, they said, yo, come fight yeah. with us, we'll free you. Yep. And niggas was like, bet. <laughs> they said, they said, they said, we? But I didn't fuck with, uh, with Todd this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's but that's saying, but, that's, but it's, it's so telling. Like I said, like, 
all this shit happened the way that it was supposed to happen. Like, I know we're in, like, a really fucked up situation right now, but something so beautiful is about to come out this. Like, the white people who were taking AKs down to fucking City Hall who were like, yo, let me go outside, they're now realizing... <laughs> what Umar say? <laughs> Bust your gun. Bust your gun. <laughs> but look, but that's what I'm saying. If you love black people so much. But Eric said it best, yo, we're all niggas right now. The white people finally realize, or everybody not black, finally realized, and it's the same motherfuckers that kept you in the house for this bunny quote coronavirus bunny quote are the same niggas who have been killing black people just cause. And white people finally connected, connected the dots. They're like, damn. The nigga who said I couldn't go to Wawa is the same motherfucker that killed George Floyd. Or they're part of the state establishment. Oh, these niggas is just trash across the board. Can I? Can I just? I'm sorry. Can I just say I wanted? I missed a point that I wanted to say about Kanye. Go ahead, get it off before you forget. Um, Do you like Kanye? I love Kanye. <laughs> Do you, but you love know what, Kanye? But you, you, you want to know something? I really love Kanye because this is a prime example that I've seen in my lifetime, where black people collectively have abandoned a black man, and we don't even realize it. Back in 2014 or, or 2013, when he put out the Yeezus album, and he was on Breakfast Club and Sway in the Morning, he was telling everybody how he was in debt for trying to do his fashion line and everything. The main thing people was telling him was, go back to making music. Mm. They basically told him, shut up and dribble. This man, this This man was telling you to your face, black people, that there were injustices and racism in the fashion industry, the industry that he was trying to infiltrate. Nobody backed him. Nobody supported him. They said, Kanye, we don't want to hear about that fashion rich shit. We want you to go back to chopping samples, go back to the basement, make us some more music. I understand that it's hard to hear that, and hard to accept it because of him being older, hip hop is a young man's sport, him associating himself with himself with Donald Trump. But you have to understand how you get to a point of a, of somebody like that who gives us music like crack music, Jesus walks, shit like that. That's very you know uplifting. A lot of people didn't know who 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 uh, Gil Scott was until. We heard Kanye. A lot of us didn't know who Curtis Mayfield was until we heard Kanye sample him. A lot of us didn't understand how we stopped the Black Panthers, Ronald Reagan cooked up an answer. A lot of us didn't know that until we listened to Kanye. And so you take somebody like that who says to you, and this has happened multiple times, and I can name a lot of your favorite artists, some of the biggest artists in the world, where they say, hey, there's injustice in this area. And we all look at that person and we say, Man, shut up and go back to doing X, Y, and Z. And then they start falling in line and associating themselves with people like Donald Trump. And now we're so shocked. Now we're shocked. Now we're like, oh, how could this happen? How could you do that? But you don't understand how your, your back is put up against the wall to say, this, okay, I have a choice to make. Either die on this hill or prolong my life and, 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 and shuck and jive and try and find a way to open some more doors and provide some more opportunities. I'm not saying that I 100% agree, agree with that, but I understand how somebody gets there to that point. There's always yeah. a method to the madness. And always that, always that, a method to the madness. That goes into a deeper conversation that we could de- we're definitely probably going to touch on on this, this podcast, just how 
how necessary basic human interaction is to survive. Like, how, no matter how much of a recluse or introvert that you are, that human interaction is such, like, a necessity. That's why, like, why do do you think the worst thing that they get? Jail is already bad, but, like, what do they do to you when you in jail and you act up? They put you in isolation. They put you away from niggas because the worst punishment that you could put on a person is putting them by themselves. Like, we cutting you off from communication, laughs, tears. Which, again, you're talking about the jail thing. A lot of these white folks that's out here got a taste of jail with this whole coronavirus, you know, pandemic shit. A lot of y'all got a taste of that. Now, mind you, y'all still had Netflix. (laughs) Y'all still had y'all phones and Instagram and and YouTube and shit. Y'all still had that. Y'all got to understand what jail and prison is like, what mass incarceration is, what black, the average black person, let alone black male, has to go through, you know? A lot of them don't have that. Yeah. And y'all losing y'all fucking minds going through that. Y'all, they losing their minds staying so imagine, in their house. <laughs> so, that, that, that's, that's my point. Yeah. Y'all losing y'all minds going through that. Okay, now, put a racist cop on top of that that's trying to kill you. But you got the nerve to tell me, oh, don't don't go out there and loot. Don't act crazy. Don't 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 get upset. Fuck all that. It's a temper tantrum at the end of the day, and I acknowledge that. But you also have to acknowledge that this is years of this shit going on. You can name at least, if not close to a hundred, over a hundred black people in the last five years who who we've marched for peacefully protested for who have been killed by the hands of crooked cops in the last five years this was bound to happen and it's only going to get worse because I know y'all saw that uh, that black guy that was uh, dressed in a he, I think he's a part of the uh, National Guard, or or and he was singing I'm, I'm black and I'm proud and, and he was also chanting Black Lives Matter yeah Black Lives Matter yeah mm-hmm this shit is going to be from the inside out, too. Yeah. You got to understand that it's white people that who, who are cops who are fed up with this shit, too. Oh, and, that, and that goes to what I was saying. Like, and we talked about this. Like, we're fine. We, everyone is finally starting to see that the niggas at the top of the food chain don't fuck with none of us. They look down on all of us. And it's like, and we talked about this again on a spiritual level. Like, whatever you believe in, whether it's the rapture whether Earth is just sick of our shit and it says, like, get the fuck off, or if it's the aliens. When shit hits the fan, color don't mean shit at that point in time. No the flesh. Ni- the niggas at the top are going to get on a spaceship and leave all of us the fuck behind. That's if they fucking make it. If they make it off, but they're going to but they're gonna escape before any of us. And then niggas going to be like, damn, they ain't fuck with none of us. Now, now y'all see what black people have been through. And, like, white people are finally starting to get a taste of, like, what it feels to, like, be disconnected from, again, I don't want to call it the government, but, like, the empire, the powers at the top, the 1%, whatever the Palpatine. fuck you want to call it. Yeah, like, Palpatine, all that shit. They don't fuck with none of us, bro. Like, we're only as good as much money we put into their pockets. And, like I said, it's like the bug's life. Like, them ants were slaves, basically, Making all that shit for the grasshoppers until they peep. Yo, there's more of us than them. We sick of that shit. And I end with this rant on the bugs life. What what color are grasshoppers, bro? <laughs> what what color? Yeah, yeah, 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what color are grasshoppers? <laughs> They're green. They're fucking green. The only green. Only green. <laughs> that's that's all this shit comes down to what at the end of the is day. Praying bro. mantis. Mm. Ooh. Praying on the beach. He said living on a praying mantis. Don't ask us how. Listen, <laughs> look. That was that was really the gist of uh of of of, of what I had to say. I, I did I did a lot of uh finger wagging to uh my black community only because you know, I really feel like unity amongst us is more important now than ever. for the fries. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we really we really need to understand, we really need to learn from our history and learn that when the next, you know, big star or our, our, our future, you know, creatives that come up, we have to really understand what not to do based off things that we've already done mm. to our great minds that have come up. You know, and, and, you know, I can list so many names of people, black people that we've, you know, let down as as a community. People that we've never uh, truly supported the way that these other cultures and races have supported theirs with all of their uh, flaws and, and shortcomings. You know, we're always quick to crucify our own. We're, we're so forgiving of, you know, Others, you know, mainly are are oppressors, but we're so harsh on um, our own. And, you know, I know people will definitely take this and say that, you know, I'm cooning and fuck y'all. You know, I just suck my dick and choke on it. But suck a nigga dick for an iPhone 6. My, my, my biggest thing is we have to understand that this is chess, not checkers. Not all pieces move the same, and we have to be more unified than ever before, or it's not gonna work. We're not gonna make it. Cause as of today, we're all niggas. So don't I mean y'all I can say I it. I definitely, <laughs> I listen. I really support our non-black people who are super supportive of us right now. Facts. Out there marching with us and protesting with us. I love y'all. Thank you. I will never not acknowledge that because again. I have a lot of friends and family members who have all of all races, creed and color. I love it. But, you know, us as black people, we really have to stop being so hard on one another. To my black queens, my black sisters that are out there, I love y'all. I will try and watch my speech and what I say about black women, and I will try to be more uplifting. Um because I feel like not just for my peers, uh, the women who are in my age bracket, but, you know, our young queens that are out there, they need to hear positive speech, too. You know, yeah. I can't I can't be out here saying bitches ain't shit because, you know, Black I got holes and tricks. I got I got goddaughters that are listening to me. So I can't I, I can't say that. You know, I have to really watch my speech now specifically. I may call out a certain specific woman who may be black and I'll say her name specifically and say she ain't shit. That's different. Hey, it's like being fat. If that's your adjective. Yeah. That's just your yeah. ad- that's just yeah. your adjective. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I'm I'm done. I feel like I said everything I needed to say. 
Um, the end of the world is 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 really the end of the world, y'all. And whatever God you talk to, pray to, get acquainted with 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 that God, because this is coming to your doorstep. And I know we dropping this on Juneteenth, so happy Juneteenth! Happy Juneteenth! <laughs> Official holiday. Officially um, a holiday. Shout out Governor Wolf. NPA. NPA. Yeah, yeah. NPA. Let's Fuck y'all other 49 let's states. Let's get our prop. Let them know. <laughs> right. And no, yeah. And, and PA. You know. Officially. And I know, and I know, I know we, we, I know we've said some controversial things. I don't think we went too far. But, you know, if anybody, you know, has an issue with what we've said. So I'm going to pass it off to you, Trav, because I know you had something you wanted to say. Yeah. So if any of y'all got anything y'all want to say. Get it off now because I want y'all to just listen to what I'm about to close this episode off with. I got you. And uh, you want to go? Oh, you got something else to say? No, I was going to say, any, any person who's against us that's non-black that was listening to this and was like, oh, yeah, Eris is, is saying what he's saying about black people, just listen to what he just said also. But I'm going to also say this real quick because what I'm about to get to Y'all not letting off, y'all not being left off the hook either, because I'm about to address y'all right now. Who the white people? The YT. <laughs> but the only thing that I just want to end with before we let Trav give give out his scathing hot take, uh, let's stop waiting until some bad shit happens to all be together. Yes. Like let's let's Thank cut you. let's cut that shit out, bro. We got we got to stop that shit as a black people. As a American people, as a worldwide Thank people, you. like we we have to stop waiting until bad shit happens to then want to show a united front. Mm-hmm. If we were a united front in a positive scenario, that prevents bad shit from happening. Like we need to stop doing shit in the post. We need to prevent a lot of this shit, not post and vent about Ooh. this shit. Yeah. I just came with that just now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no brain bear. Don't ask him how. Look, don't ask him how. Off the top of the door. Bring us home. No, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, Matt, Matt, hold on. Matt, Matt. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so listen. Um, I just want to ask a general question. Um, do y'all feel like? Okay. Do you do you feel comfortable? Do you feel comfortable being open today? Yeah. So. Do you feel like there is a certain amount of resentment that you have towards black people because of your upbringing? Resentment? Not at all. Right. I would say that I have a better understanding of white people than probably most people do because of my upbringing. But that don't excuse... So, all right. So, for those who don't know, and I feel like... Can I I just... I'm sorry. I just want to throw you the oop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Because... (laughs) I've known, again, I've known Matt since I was single digits, okay? Since we were six. Well, you were five, I was six. Right. So, you know, Matt's mother is white. The and reason, Jewish. And Jewish. The reason why I ask that is because we took a trip out to where his his biological parents. My, my egg and sperm donor. Yes. <laughs> we went out there um, just to see where, you know, get to know Matt's sister and, and understand his upbringing and everything. And um, I know I was disappointed with the overall trip because, you know, my mother's adopted as well. And so it's, it's I understand the psyche of it, if you will. So it affected me way more 
then it affected Matt. Yes. And I always, me and him, we, we I won't say we argue about it, but I always, it, it is a little bit of a, no, you got to feel a little bit. <laughs> you got to feel way about it a little bit. And I think it's telling that we're having this Juneteenth black empowerment conversation and Matt was raised by a white Jewish woman. Mm -hmm. So that's why I asked the question, is there a little bit of resentment towards black people because of that? Because Lil Wayne always makes this comment about black people jumping over him when he a got white, shot. A white man saved me. a white me. man saved his life and different things like that. And I understand that he was a child when that happened. So I know that that bleeds into his thinking when black issues happen. He's not as supportive of blacks and he wants to wag the finger at us and say that it's our fault that some of this shit is happening so that's why i asked matt the question that i asked him so i just wanted to no um no i've never definitely in terms of resentment like absolutely not in terms of black people at all but you know a lot of that comes from my mom was a teacher in west philly for 30 years and she grew up in logan so you know i wouldn't say She's ingratiated in the black culture, but she's been surrounded by it her whole life. I actually just found out not too long ago, maybe a couple years ago, that uh, both my grandparents, so my mom's dad is from the Ukraine, like fresh off the boat, immigrated Ellis Island, all that fun shit. My mom's mom, my grandmom, they both passed away years before I was born. Uh, she, she was from Philly. So my mom and my aunt are both first-generation American uh, from my grandfather's side. But I just found out recently that both of them were, like, uber-racist. And I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, like, I always hear the stories like, oh, like, your grandparents would have loved you had y'all ever met and this, that, and the third and whatnot, what have you. Like, are you sure? Yeah, I mean, and I never had no reason to doubt that because, like I said, in Jordan knows, like, my upbringing, like, a lot of my white family are in biracial relationships, whether it's like black people, Hispanic people, Puerto Rican people, whatever it is, they down with the brown. They they got their swirl on. So Big. <laughs> a lot of my cousins, my closest cousins, are also biracial. So for that reason, uh, for a large part of my childhood, I was the only black kid at the Passover table. Like Passover, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, all that fun shit back when my mom was like really deep in her you Jewish see, bag. Yeah, you got it down. You see the way you see that? Listen, listen. I was definitely around for that. So look, so I know a little bit about that. Yeah. You know I mean? So like when Jordan would join me, like we'd be the only two black kids, but it's like at that time, you could I I didn't feel that I was the only black kid. I was just like, oh, these like the only the only time like I felt like oh it was different is like if my cousins were like older than me. Oh, they're a little bit older than me. They're like other shit. I never felt like, oh, it's my white cousin. This is my Hispanic cousin. I never felt that. And I brought that up for my mom to say the fact that both her parents were racist for her to go on to adopt seven black kids speaks volumes about her character. And that's the way I was raised. And I've said this on the spot. I didn't find my blackness till I was 13. I was about as white as you could possibly get, especially from the elementary school me and Jordan went to. Like, we yeah. had gay. We we, we had non-binary before yeah. non-binary was a popular term yeah. in our elementary school. So, C.W. Henry, shout out to Henry, fuck Houston, uh, was <laughs> to, to his core, don't see color, see people. Like, that was the vibe of that school. Like, yeah. we're part of one race, the human race. So, that's what I was taught at home. That's what I was taught in school. And I could say 
there have been times, and Jordan's been with me, where we've been in very racially tense situations, and I would be the level-headed one. Because, like, yeah. I'm not, and y'all could, whoever hears this can feel however they feel about the statement. I'm not triggered by the word nigga. That shit doesn't phase me. Like, when we all went to the Steve Aoki John, like, Black Bull, Steph Kelly, yeah. was uh, dancing with a man's wife, and he was about to get buck on my dude, and I'm like, I like, you know, play hey, defense, let's, let's, and I was let's, like... Let's, let's, let's clear it up. Oh, no, <laughs> they, they were, were getting divorced. They, they were, they they were, were separated. Yes, they were getting a divorce. she wanted to get down with the swirl. She wanted to see was down with the brown, so she danced <laughs> with my boy, Steph Kelly, and uh, her, her soon-to-be ex-husband was there. Right. And he didn't know. He didn't. Oh, not, not, not the expert, our bull. Yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah, no. He didn't, Hood, know. Hood didn't know. No, he didn't know. Didn't Even know. if he yeah. did know, I still would have had his back. Right. Fuck I all still, that. Listen, but no, so uh, he, 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 he trying, you know, he's pissed. Because, like, one, I'm not going nowhere with my about to be ex. Because I know she about to play in my face. Yeah, that's dumb as shit. <laughs> Yo, so, it was, it was him. It was him and, and all like, her and all her friends. Come on, bro. So, look, so. You asking for this. Yeah, so he he's he's buying them drink after drink, and these girls are handing the drinks Stop to us. Look, look, look. So all 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 the girls that he's buying drinks for are handing the drinks to us because they're right. like, oh, we're not about to drink these; they're from him. And he's watching us take down these Apple Teenies <laughs> and these Cosmos or whatever. So yeah. I'm at the bar. I ain't know he was him. Right. And you know, he's like, I could tell he's like, he's like giving giving Steph Kelly the ice girl. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like kind of monitoring the situation or whatever, this then the third. And I hear him like, oh that fucking bitch, she's such a hoe, and this then the third, out there dancing with that black guy. And I'm like, bro, like, she's clearly doesn't give no fucks about you. Go yeah. do your thing. I said, all these beautiful women out here, if she if she out here doing her thing, do do your thing. And he said, I don't want to hear the opinion of a nigger. Like yeah. the e the hard e r, and I'm glad I was. I was to hear that <laughs> I'm shit. glad you weren't there. But when he said it to me, it's like that word has no power over me, and it could be a combination of the fact that, like I said, I grew up in a very accepting household. Like I said, my mom's white. I grew up in a house with all with all black people though. I wasn't right. just in a white household. It was my mom, my white mom, and my six black brothers who made sure that nigga was in my blood. Right. Like they right. didn't want me to be out because they knew it. They knew. What my life would be like being a black man in Philly with no ties to my black roots. Right. Like, not knowing that I need to carry myself in certain circumstances depending on where I'm at. Like, talking polite and being proper, code switching, past right. shadowing, that works in certain places, but... I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't walk the Ave. Well, hey, well, I can walk the Ave now and say that, but the Ave back then, yeah, nah. I couldn't be up there, you know... Yeah, I mean, I do what I do, but I couldn't be up there like, oh, hey, how you doing, buddy? Uh, uh, like uh, shit like that. Like niggas yeah. would like stick me up. Like you know what I mean, but like in that situation, like I said, he said I'm not trying to hear the opinion of a nigger. And I, all I said, I was just like, whoa. I was just like, one, you're not really supposed to say that word, sir. I was like, two. <laughs> I was just like, why I gotta be a nigger with the hard er? And then I was just like, I was like, what's that for? I was like, I'm not dancing with your girl. I said, what you mad at me for? And then I mean, once I said, I was just like. You're mad at me for what? He was like, uh, uh, you're right. Like, I, you, and I bought should. Shots for yeah, everybody. and bought shots for everybody. He was like, you're right. I shouldn't have called you that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just mad. Like, she broke my heart. This, that, he gave me a hug and everything. So, and again, 
that's an isolated situation. And I'm not saying that if a white person calls you but a you nigga, they're gonna buy you a shot afterwards. <laughs> you want to know something? And this is this is this is how um you know Matt and I are very uh Malcolm and Martin. Yeah. Because <laughs> Professor X and Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> because at that very moment, if he had said something and, and I think I think white people know said, who to on, say Cannon. Listen, I think white people know or uh, feel comfortable who who to say certain things to? I think people is I think it's just in in an in innate. I'm trying to say I'm instinct. a bitch. No 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 no. I think <laughs> that he felt comfortable because he knew Matt was gonna be level headed. Matt was gonna, you know, point out his flaws and say, "Listen, I'm not the person you should be mad at. You shouldn't attack me because I'm not the person who's be, breaking be, your heart." Be mad at her. <laughs> be mad at her. Call her a nigger. <laughs> and at that very moment, he was you stupid. <laughs> at that very moment. You know, he realized his mistakes and tried to make up for it with a hug and shots. Fine. Great. Cool. It's still fucking. No, it's still fucking. You know what I mean? um, it was fucking then. But in my in, in, in my approach with things, probably would have went a little different just because I don't play that shit. You know, and I and I have multiple white friends who are listening to this podcast now. We know, and just like how I know there's certain things that I can't say to them. Cause it crossed the line. They know. Don't say certain shit to me, cause it crosses the line. I made a post the other day was saying that um, you know I knew a lot of growing up. I knew a lot of y'all was racist. That's why we not friends now. And that's very prevalent. Like that's that's very like that's a real thing, because you just I know what I can handle as far as verbiage and words and different things like that. There's death that's attached to the word nigga or nigger. Yeah. You know. There's um, there's a lot of pain and history in that word that I can't overlook. Some people can. Some people who are level-headed like Matt can overlook that and say, that's a word, you're trying to use this word to get a reaction out of me, and I'm not going to allow you that power. Kudos to him. I applaud people like that. But me knowing what I know about history and what my family directly went through, through slavery, through civil rights movement, just segregation, everything. Nah, watch your fucking mouth. It ain't sweet out here. And what white people who are a part of the establishment, a part of the system, or white people who are for the uh, establishment and system, y'all need to understand all them Martin Luther King memes, we have been telling you for the last decade, we are not Martin Luther King. We will fuck you up. Y'all still don't fuck with Martin Luther King. <laughs> right, facts. Y'all still nah, kill that man. Yeah, I was about to say black people kill Martin Luther King. No, like black people kill Malcolm X. Yeah, you're right, my bad. White people kill Martin Luther King. They're, and the fact their go-to that Ma- they use in these situations, quoting Martin Luther King, and it's not—it's not a conspiracy. The FBI murdered Martin Luther King. It's the you conspiracy can, that his man's lined him up. The boy that took him out on the balcony. We can Google this shit. I think they pled guilty to it a couple years, couple years ago. Yeah, they like the FBI. admitted. They like admitted to it. They yeah. admitted to killing Martin Luther King. It wasn't the shot that killed him. They suffocated him in the hospital. Y'all killed the very man. That y'all put memes up now to tell us to act like and emulate during times of oppression. 
Y'all tell us to act like the very man that y'all just killed. So basically, you're telling us to shut up and take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are telling us to be okay with what we're doing to you and take the high road. When they go low, we go high. Fuck all that. We not them. And you want to know something else? Our kids ain't like them. And our kids' 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 kids ain't going to be like them. We're tired. Yeah, it's like it's like you said, bro. It's It's, it's chess. And I think for me, and I, I think that's a perfect parallel. We might have to discuss tattoo ideas with this Malcolm Martin thing. We might have to talk about that <laughs> later. But just the way the way that I've always lived my life, like if I'm in any situation, I always like live by like my credos, like, and then what? That's how I look at everything. Like, all right, I say this, and then what? I do this, and then what? Right. I react like this, and then what? And it's like, that's why a lot of people particularly women in my life, like, they they like to use the term against you that they feel like I don't care about anything. Like, I'm real nonchalant about everything. Like, I'm disconnected. And I don't disagree. It's like, I'm very passionate about most shit that I care about, but I know what to get worked up about. Like, I know, all right, this is a momentary thing. I'm not about to break my back and jump out the window and give you all this energy on my spirit. And I know this shit's not about to be a thing tomorrow. Or I know that this just like a prolonged thing. So like with this particular situation, like I said, like the world about to burn, but some shit about to come up out this ass. Like this shit's about to be a new world. Like normal isn't a thing anymore. Like between the coronavirus and like this world, this new revolutionary epidemic, like we not going back to the way shit was two months ago. That's just dead. Like, the America that was America in, in fucking February, that's gone. Like, we, we on some new shit. And it's just like I said, it's just like, in that situation, it's like, I know, like, I know the history, I know the weight, like, I know everything that comes along with the, the, the strong ER nigga, but it's like, in that situation, it's like, and then what? I stuffed this nigga, and then what? That's a white man in New Jersey. I'm getting booked. They don't give a fuck that I just, that he just called me a nigga. Right, or, not right. only that, I stuffed this man because I know how Eris is going to be. He's going to help me stuff this man. Facts. <laughs> like, and, like, shit, and shit about to go super left for us. So it's like, I, 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 I to, to uh, quote the all great Boy Meets World, shout out to uh, Travis Hat. I, I, took, I took Panga and Lauren everything in my life. Every decision that I make... I Topanga and Lauren. I jelly bean pro and con that shit. It's like from the words that I choose to say on a daily basis to the shit that I choose to get upset about. Cause it's like, and Jordan knows me. Like you could tell like the tattoos I have on my arm, like I'm I'm mad anti-authority. Like yeah. I I hate being told what to do. Like I was that kid that was told to sweep the steps, and I'm like, why? We're about to walk on these shits as soon as I sweep them. Like that was me. Yeah. I used to get in trouble, I used to get in trouble for that shit all the time. Like there's just whether it's called like whether it's a mental block or it's just like my just natural defiance, I won't do mundane shit. That's why niggas don't ask me for rides no more. Cause like niggas know that I'm not about to take you to somewhere to have to come back to where I just left. <laughs> like, like, it's like I, I, I put logic to everything. So it's like, why am I about to take you there to come here when I'm already here? <laughs> like, oh, like, like shit like that, but I just try to apply that to like all my thinking and I can say like for it works for me. 
It's not for everybody. Like, there no. are some people who are way more emotional or, like, side on the air of emotion. And logical situations only work for logical situations. I'm not about to apply logic to an emotional situation. And I'm not about to apply emotion to a logical situation. It's, it's a case-by-case thing. But, like I said, it's what works for you. But at the end of the day, all this shit is about to be different. Different. It's going to be a different world out here. Because we all niggas now. And so I, I really, <clears throat> you know, this was a very um, private comment that I had amongst my peers, but I feel like it's important to share this on our platform. Um, if you're like-minded and you, you, you have a group of friends who think like you do and who uh, are, are, are within uh, your, I, I don't know, your, your, your village, like just hold on tight to your village. You know, establish your village, uh, establish your, your 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 think tank. You know, Facts. Um, surround yourself with people who think like you, and that's you know, any creed, color, whatever. Like, uh, surround yourself with people um, who think like you, because you know, no flesh is gonna survive this shit. This this is gonna this is gonna get crazy. It's it's gonna be every you know, group or man or whatever for themselves. It's going to get real goofy out here, you know. And now is the time to surround yourself with people who think like you, who have the same morals as you. You know, I would like to think that us at the either podcast, um, you know, we, we all have the same morals and we all think the same. We all We all have the same values, you know, and it's important now for us to be unified more than ever, you know? So I understand that all skin folk ain't kin folk. And Fact. I also understand that, you know, every Caucasian person that I meet isn't a uh, white supremacist or racist. You know, I understand that. But at the same time, I also know that I need to, you know, sub- uh, uplift uh, my black people, and I also had to shine a light on the other races of people who are supportive of people like me. Shout out to Jen. Yeah, shout out to Jen. Shout out to Forty. Shout out to Rye Bread, and you know all all those folks. But I don't want to. I don't want to keep Trav from uh, getting to his point because he looked like he ready to. <laughs> Go ahead, bar, bar, bar these niggas up. Sure. Hood, hood, are you okay? You want to get someone? No, no, hood. I'm hot and tired. Listen, hood, you've been going in the last couple weeks. Yeah, I want you to get. I want you to get your <laughs> off bars my off. Kels. <laughs> I want you to get your bars off. Uh, you guys said everything. You sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Because I want people to understand where you stand in all this. No. If I have to interject, <laughs> he, said, he said no. no. <laughs> I'm good. But you. I'm good. So okay. All right. So you agree with everything that was. Everything. Okay. And I, I know what Travis about to bring. So. Okay. But remember, we told Hood to go because he be barring us up off mic. Y'all don't let me talk. Uh, listen, that's, that's, why I, listen I, that's why I gave him a clear, soft place to listen, land. This, this episode was for y'all. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Word. Auxiliary okay, players. I, I, I appreciate he it. He said man. Cock Rivers. Right. Right. Whoa. <laughs> you hella nasty. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, I woke up 
today, just, you know, I just felt like I just wanted to get all my thoughts off my chest and, you know, y'all saw me before this podcast even started. I was just, just typing. Going in. Just typing my raw, you know that, uh, unfiltered thoughts. Kermit the Frog meme where yeah. you're going off in the typewriter? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> facts. That was, that was <laughs> Absolutely. So, so bear with me, y'all, as I as I close this episode out, just to let y'all know. You little know, Liddy on the mic. Yeah, this is little. This is Liddy Richie. Richie. Liddy Richie talking. Liddy Richie. So, you know, many people have known me, you know, for being mild, chill, reserved, and laid back. So, if you're expecting the same old trap or what I'm about to address, I'm telling you right now, be ready to hear a different person. To my friends and family, I'm not talking to y'all right now. To the people that are out there marching and protesting, I'm not talking to y'all. To the people sharing every piece of information they stumble across that's contributing to the cause, I'm not talking to y'all right now. To the people donating and supporting black-owned businesses, I'm not talking to y'all either. To the people that are having uncomfortable conversations with their family members and friends, I'm not talking to y'all. To the people that have reached out to me and have engaged in meaningful conversations that go beyond, are you okay? I'm not talking to y'all. Because quite frankly, that question is rhetorical. And it has been that way for the last century. I want to address the bullshit that I've been seeing. Now, before I get into what I talk about, I'm not telling y'all how to live and operate. I'm just telling y'all how I personally will move after seeing the bullshit that I am seeing. To those that have remained silent, continued continue their life, business as usual, and posting to their social media of how, of how they're getting drunk down the shore and life is great, I'm here to tell y'all that is a problem. That's been a problem. Why? Because y'all continue to run away from reality. Since these events, in your eyes, do not affect you, you will not address them. And you know what? Miss me with that bullshit. You can tell me that you support me and my black brothers and sisters all you want, but that right there tells me you do not. I'm drawing a line in the sand. Y'all can keep avoiding and running away from the issues at hand. Stay the fuck over there. I bet you people are bumping music from black artists as you pregame before you hit the boardwalk and go to the shore. Black people dominate the culture. What genre of music is most popular now? Hip hop. Who dominates pro sports? Black people. Y'all have been exploiting us for years and we are fed up. Have you noticed that every single venture a black person has entered, we take it to another level. I'm on a podcast right now. Let's talk about some pioneers of this shit. RIP to Combat Jack, because he was on the forefront of putting podcasting on the map. Shout out to Joe Budden of the Joe Budden Podcast for inking that Spotify deal. Y'all don't realize how major that was for aspiring podcasters and realizing how important Podcasts have become for the media. Free Tax Stone, another black pioneer of podcasting. So to everyone running away from the reality of the world, stay in your bubble. Because once we burst that shit, y'all will float away in the abyss with no direction 
or no meaning to this world. Facts. But I'm not done. He's not done! He's heating up! up. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Whoever's listening to this podcast, have you heard of the Stonewall Riots in 1969? A pivotal moment and catalyst to the LGBTQ movement. Do y'all know who led this movement? Black and transgender women such as Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera. Wow. We are in June. It's Pride Month. First and foremost, shout out to the LGBTQ community. I stand with y'all. Keep fighting. Why am I bringing Pride Month into this? Because I've seen a lot of people who are hella quiet right now who have been loud and vocal during Pride Month of the past. The same people quiet are the same people who have attended every single Pride Parade and posted to their Instagram and support. You do know black queers exist, right? That's a new ad. Do their lives not matter? Does the name Nina Pop ring a bell to anyone? A black trans woman who was stabbed to death in Missouri this year. How about, tw- how about Tony McDade? A black trans man that was shot and killed this month and was at least the 12th black trans or non-binary person killed in 2020. I have seen people who are quote unquote fighting for equality of the LGBTQ community, but the only thing they've said publicly is addressing the cleanup of the protests. The cleanup of the protests. They don't acknowledge why these people are protesting. You know what this tells me? You only care about the equality of the white people in that community. The Caucasian. That right there is a problem. I'm drawing a line in the sand with y'all too. All black black lives matter, and I'm still not done. He wow. said, "He's wait, 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 wait." This nigga did the, this nigga did the fusion dance. He said, "All Black Lives Matter." Holy shit, we're fighting! I was locked Sheesh. in for a reason. Wait, wait, tune, tune. So, if you haven't been living under a rock, you are aware of the bullshit PR fumble Drew Brees has been trying to manage. So I won't I won't get into detail about that. Who that? <laughs> y'all see what I y'all see what I did there? <laughs> but I will address the quote unquote stick to sports motherfuckers. Since you since you can't seem to separate the two, let me break it down for you in a way you might understand. And if you don't or refuse to understand, then it's fuck you forever. How will y'all react? If instead of George Floyd, it was Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, LeBron James, mm. Steph Curry, Hi, Dad. Russell Wilson, mm. or some prominent black sports star that you view for your own personal entertainment, mm. it might hit a little bit different, won't it? Mm. Which leads me to another point. What's that? Y'all still view us as property. Wow. Because when you say shut up and dribble or stick to sports, 
That's your slave master ancestor speaking right there. I'm sick and tired of y'all using my people for your own entertainment and joy, but leaving us in the dust when it's time to join us in this fight. So when you say stick to sports, think about what sports would be without us. You know, I've rambled enough, so I will close it out with this. When I hear all lives matter, I am the wrong person to say that to. Not because I'm black. Let me give you a brief background of my family. My pop pop, may God rest his beautiful black soul, married my grandma, who is Korean. So since white people love talking about their grandparents, I'll talk about mine. My pop-pop grew up in Mississippi when racism was at its peak. I say that because he still was the foundation of what is now an extremely blended family. My mom is half Korean, half black. My dad is black. My aunt and uncles on my mom's side are all married to white people. My cousin, who I love and will take a bullet for, is queer. My family has it all. And ain't none of them are saying, black, uh, are saying all lives matters. I'll take it a step further. My uncle, who is white and a cop, as of this week, officially put in his early retirement from being an officer. Woo! He is fed up with the boys and blue culture, the corruption, and the numerous amount of fellow cops who are Trump supporters. So don't tell me all lives matter right now. Nobody is saying they don't. But now is not the time. I haven't mentioned privilege once, but I will, close, I will close it out on the concept of privilege. Shout out to our homie Ariel, because I saw someone say something that was triggering. Someone said to her, speaking of privilege, didn't you grow up in the suburbs? Once again, missing the fucking point. That's not the privilege we are discussing. The, pri the privilege that you have and we don't. You don't have to worry about being a threat to society. You don't have to worry about raising your kids to read the fucking room everywhere they go. You don't have to worry about getting killed on camera with no justice served. I remember when I first applied for jobs. My parents told me that one of the reasons they named me Travis was because they did not want companies receiving my applications and knowing immediately I'm black. Why? Because believe it or not, some companies may not want that. I know you all are probably listening and saying, oh, it's not like that anymore, but it was like that when my mom birthed me. It's still like that to this day. Think about that. To this day! To this day! Just think about that. I bet, I bet you most white parents have never had that thought cross their mind when thinking of potential child names. Oh my God, what if Blake doesn't get hired? Now, <laughs> that right there, that is privilege. And finally, anybody coming at black people like myself who are speaking out against systemic racism and saying we are priv privileged because we come from the suburbs, watch your mouth. My dad worked his ass off to get out of his poor upbringing just so my brother and I would never experience what he went through. So you better 
fix your motherfucking paper thin lips before you try to talk wow, to a black person lips. about privilege. Oh my God. He said, y'all kiss with your teeth. And with that being said, here's my final message to anyone who doesn't understand, refuses to understand, or isn't on our side. Suck my dick and choke on it. I yield my time. Fuck you. Biatch. Wow. Wow. That was wow. 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 I'm speechless. Wow. Well, well. Wow. Thank you. Tra- wow. Thank you. Tra- Tra- wow. Tra- 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 we fall down. <laughs> Listen, we can cut all this. We can we, we can cut all this out and end it on the on on the on the sound bite. I just wanted to give us some more like record. Do you want to get down? Are you, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Love me. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> How you gonna get down? and want to get back up. And I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah. This was this was a much needed episode. It's a much needed episode. You gotta get back up again. Told y'all, Liddy Richie is here. <sighs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the space bar and stop this episode. But I, I want to thank, I want to thank you guys. Into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm he gonna can press stop, stop anytime this. now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> we'll still hear you. I just, I just, I no, 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 because I want, right I want to record what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll try, just you, in case, you. just in case. Pricks, God damn. <laughs> you say you prick. Choke on a cock and die. I yield my time. Choke, on a cock and die. Um, I just want to thank you guys for coming together and creating this podcast called Ether. Um, this is probably our most important episode to date. Um, I don't know, man. It's 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 real. What we're doing is very important, you know. And hopefully, no matter what ends up happening, you know, to any of us, you know, I just hope that we can continue this and continue to spread uh, our message with it, which is pretty much just critical thinking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this podcast is about. It's about critical thinking. So I just want to thank y'all, you know, for doing this and, and thank myself. You know, I, I want to thank you too. Yeah. For really just fucking. Stepping up to the fucking plate and cranking it home. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Crispy, crunchy. Look at these niggas goose stepping on Lion King. But like, I didn't have an idea. And that's why I think I was so quiet. It's because, like, you guys are just. What more could I say, really? We know what you're worth, King. We know you're worth. What more could I say? You knew, you, you knew we were coming into this with some stuff we want to get off our chest. So, you know. I, I, I just want to yeah, say, you know, biggest shit now, but you know, I, would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, you know, to get this on record, just know that I love every single one of y'all. And you know, this, this something is just, this is something bigger than what we're like. This is, this is something serious. Actual factual. We're here to fuck shit up. That's gonna be a staple soundbite from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I yield my time. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs>